welcome to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Erin Bishop. I am the event planner for Way Up North and also the host of this season's podcast series. Today we're going to be chatting to Karen Hugland, um, very much not a photographer, so you're probably all as curious as I am about what to expect from her at the show. So let's meet Karen. So why don't we start with you can introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about who you are and, you know, what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my background is within like elite sports. Uh, I've been an elite athlete uh, as a, in karate. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's been my like big passion for a very, very long time. And, uh, but I started very late. I started when I was 18. Um, okay. And a lot of people would say that you're probably too old to even get remotely good at it. But uh, I really like fell in love with it and just started training. It's a crazy person, you know, <laughs> <laughs> basically just gave it everything I got. And um, so after 10 years, and by that time I was 28, I was... Uh, actually winning the Swedish championships and the Nordic championships. And I got to be the representative for Sweden at Europeans and world championships, uh, which was a very cool experience. Amazing. Yeah, to actually been able to do that whole uh, adventure from going from being a beginner and then just like what happens if you really like give your heart into it and put yourself in the position where you're really thinking it and loving it and just trying to do everything you can to become better. And how did you start at 18? Like what made you get into karate? A pure uh, accident, really. Uh, it was one of my friends. We were like last year in high school. And I've been uh -huh. like a horse girl my whole life. Been in the stables riding uh, but I just stopped doing that, and she asked me if I wanted to join her in a karate class. And I said, basically, just, uh, yeah, okay, I'll just try it, because I want to have something new to do. And, uh, yeah, so nothing planned. <laughs> and then you just loved it yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. Cool. Now, I, I, like, at this point... Is karate like your job, like something you do full-time? Uh, no, it's not. Uh, and it, it wasn't full-time full when I was competing. Uh, I had a regular job on the side because I couldn't live off karate. Uh, right. So um, I still had like a professional career in public health. So I've always been like into health promotion, you know, what makes us feel good, what makes us like uh, function in groups. I've really been interesting always in how we humans interact with each other. So I was doing that right. on the side or I was doing that professionally and I was doing karate on the side. I don't know. I was doing both of them a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, and at the, but then I stopped competing four years ago and I took uh, a year break from everything that I had with karate. Uh, and then I came back and started coaching the national team. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, and it was an amazing experience to be able to, like, coach other people and help them achieve their goals and dreams. 
but that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So how possibly did you end up lined up to speak at a photography conference? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the weird part in this. Uh, I was... Um, uh, I was going through uh, a major trauma in my life uh, about five, four years ago. It started like five and a half years ago, and um, uh, and I had um, I had to do some real like big soul searching in my life. What I wanted to do because I was going through some very dark times. Um, I uh, actually met a man that I really fell in love with when I was 22 uh, uh-huh. and then he was diagnosed with cancer oh no yeah and then uh four years ago he passed away oh I'm so sorry yeah thank you that's uh, hard yeah and that was like the most brutal thing in my life ever and uh, I really found myself, like, searching for energy and meaning in my life. Um, and, um, and I think one of the things I'm most grateful that I actually did, now that I look back on it, is that I really uh, took my time and, like, said no to the picture of myself as this, like, really strong athlete and that could, like, manage everything. And I just uh-huh. said no, and I uh, took basically like a year to uh, uh, ground myself again and uh, go on a search what I really wanted to do and how I wanted to live my life because uh, it felt like it was, it's just been torn away from me. Uh-huh. Uh, and... Then I came back to karate and my life. <laughs> That's when I started as a coach because I really wanted to uh, come back to karate, but also to uh, start helping other people like fulfill their dreams. Right. Yeah. And then uh, I started on this like other roller coaster of my life. That okay, um, I want to do something else because uh, I. Uh, I quit my job. Uh, I had been ha- headhunted to a new job, but I didn't. I didn't feel good. And at this point in my life, I just felt it's too short not to do the things I want to do. Yeah. And um, and not not be around people that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know. You know. I just don't want to like be put in that position where you end up like spending so many hours of your day, which is your life, uh, at a job with, like, people that you don't really like or they don't respect you or you feel like you always have to try to fit in. Um, Uh So I made some, like, bold things in my life and I quit my job and and, uh, started my own business, not to make a big business, but to basically... (laughs) <laughs> be able to choose people that I work with and to choose the things I want to do. And um, that's where I ended up meeting Jacob uh, because okay. <laughs> I rent an office uh, in this really cool place where there's a lot of entrepreneurs doing different stuff. So right. uh, I have this mix of like, uh, I'm a public speaker today, so I do talk about these things that I've 
like the stories of my life and some of the things that I uh, think think are meaningful to share with other people about that trip. Uh, mm-hmm. But then I still also do some coaching in karate and I am involved in like a research project where we look at like sustainable leadership, where a big part is self-reflection. What do we need to actually have a good life, basically? Mm-hmm. Uh, so doing all those things, I don't have like a proper office. So I went to looking for an office and I ended up renting this place in this office hotel, you can call it. And uh-huh. that's also where Jacob sits. Ah, I've been to this office. Yeah, okay. it's the loft. It's yeah. this really cool yes. place. And there's a lot of great people. And it's a lot of fun meeting people who all of, all of them have made like really uh, choices of what to do in their lives and to pursue passions. And it's not always like the most secure thing that you do, but it's a lot of fun because <laughs> it really challenges you. Definitely. Yeah. And then, uh, so we, of course, when you're in the same office, we started talking about what we do and stuff. And then, like, one day he just asked, well, maybe you should come and speak at the event. And I was like, yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> office, like, office talk. Office talk, yeah, office fun. talk. <laughs> and, uh, but also, I was really, like, blown away when I saw all the things that he did. It's... I think the pictures are amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're so talented. It's crazy. I was (laughs) blown away by it. So, yeah. (laughs) Cool. Okay. So, you mentioned that you do public speaking. So, this isn't going to be new for you. No. Getting up on stage and talking about it. No. But it will be the first time I do it in English. I've only done it in Swedish. So, I'm really, like, excited about, like, okay, how will this be in English uh, so um, but I'm really excited about it to take that next step. I mean your your English sounds perfect so I don't think you need to I don't think you need to worry oh, thank you very <laughs> much um, I, I grew uh, I had some years in California growing up uh, oh interesting okay yeah, so that helped me a bit yeah, for sure. You sound like very good at English. Better than Jacob. No, just kidding. He's <laughs> pretty good too. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll let him know. <laughs> I never know what to say. Like, I never know whether to call him Jacob or Jakob or whatever. So it always comes out with some hesitation. <laughs> well, uh, I, I would probably go with Jacob in English, right? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, your English is great. So when you've done this kind of, how many times have you have you done talks in front of people uh, on this topic? So, uh, do you mean in this topic or like uh, just just in general? Oh, like, in general, I don't many, know many because uh, when I was uh, working before, I was like a project leader, so I would always like get up on stage and talk about the different things that we did. Uh, right, right. So okay. I'm comfortable being on stage. I like it. Uh, this speech, which has been a different kind of experience since I do, like, I don't talk about models or I don't talk about um, a project. I tell my stories, which is a lot more uh-huh. personal, but uh, it's been a really interesting, like, trip to do to start out talking about this and I've done that for about a year now so okay um, 
I'm finding it better uh, how to put things. And it's been a real amazing experience to share these stories because, of course, I was a little bit insecure in the beginning. It's like, okay, if you sh really share like your stories about vulnerability and uh, when you're afraid and you're not, you're not feeling good and um, <coughs> how will people respond? Right. But it's been amazing because there's so many people coming up and saying, I so recognize myself and this is like where I really get this feeling that we're all in this together all the time, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, this yeah. This roller coaster where we get like thrown like <laughs> up and down and you really just have to find ways to handle yourself and how to keep moving forward uh, and sometimes just stopping and reflecting like what's going on. Uh, so, yeah. What do you think or, or what do you hope that, that people will feel or take away from your talk? Uh, I hope they will feel inspired to have courage to uh, follow the true passion that they have in their life, like really, um, and even though you, when you're like feeling low, that you still can change that. Uh, so I really hope they will feel like an inspiration, uh, and also that we will become a little bit kinder to ourselves. <laughs> I'm into that <laughs> self-compassion thing, you know. Yes, uh, that whole self-compassion thing. That whole self-compassion <laughs> thing, which can be quite um, challenging at moments. That, yes. Um, and also recognize that even though I talk about, you know, owning your feelings and stuff, but it's still a challenge for me at times, you know, when you get stressed out and things are happening and how can we actually just like not judge oneself so harshly? Uh, mm -hmm. and like just keep moving forward and really understanding that sometimes just being you is quite enough uh, and not be so stressed about what to do next. And, uh, yeah. So um, I hope they will feel an inspiration after that. Awesome. And yeah, we've, we've given you, we've given you, I think more time than everyone else. Really? Because obviously Jakob, right, Jakob really wants to hear your story. Okay. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think you have 60 minutes, right? So I'm excited. Wow. And, and you're the only one, you're the only one with a question and answer live period too. Oh, really? So you're special. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Thank you. Oh God. I think we found in the past that the non the non photographer speakers have elicited quite an emotional response from people, and they do want that opportunity to ask their questions. So, everyone who listens to this, just know that while you're listening to Karen, you're <laughs> going to get a chance to ask some questions later. So. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah. So yeah, and I think if I can add one thing about what the takeaway, sure. I think just like both owning all of yours feelings but also owning all of your stories in your life that that's that's a part of you and really like yeah. taking that in not running away from it just seeing that okay I've had some tough times and some dark moments but that does not mean that I 
have to stay there forever and always be that person. I can still want to try new things and um, not be so afraid to fail because I think sometimes we need to do some failing. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> to get it right, you know. Yeah. But we shouldn't be so afraid yeah. of that. So. You know, I always quote, this is kind of corny, but, you know, in the Karate Kid movie, have you ever seen that? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mr. Miyagi, he says, you know, it's okay to lose to opponent, but must not lose to fear. Yes. I think that's, that's actually something I talk about. <laughs> Amazing. I'm very excited for that. Yeah. I think a Karate Kid reference is always welcome. <laughs> Especially in your case. That's yeah, amazing. So that's, uh, but it's a, it's a very good point. It's a very good, um, it's a very good yeah. point that Mr. Me makes, definitely. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit corny, but I like it. You know, I'm the karate nerd, so yeah. Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to hear your chat. So at this point in your life, um, would you say, like, is speaking something that you mainly do or are you still involved in karate do you still have a like day job, like a real job, or what? <laughs> no, I don't have a real job. <laughs> uh, I do a mix today. Uh, I do more and more of speaking, which is uh, something that I'm really uh, getting into, and it's a lot of fun. And um, so I'm doing more and more of that, but it's not like I do it full time. So I still have a little bit of karate and uh, a little bit of more like normal jobs, but that will be in research and like some project leading, uh, like leader management and stuff like that. Like the more right. regular things you when you go into an office stuff. Right. <laughs> and I was going to ask you, although I feel like now from, from our discussion, I already know the answer, but when you're talking, giving a talk about something that's really emotional and, you know, sharing the story of suffering a pretty serious loss. Do you finish that kind of talk feeling shitty, <laughs> like having to go through that kind of again? Or do you find it sort of a, a nice experience or a positive experience? Uh, but it's a very good question because um, I think some um, people do wonder if this is like my uh, therapy uh, Right. Which is, it is not, um, I've been to therapy, uh, this is something else. Uh, but um, today I do really enjoy it because um, I, I find such a like, value sharing my stories because I can see it inspires other people to, uh, to both like, open up to their own stories uh, sometimes they talk to me or they talk to other people. Uh, so, I, so it gives me great value to do it today. Uh, but I was very like insecure in the beginning that how was I going to feel afterwards? Like, am I going to, you uh -huh. know, did I, am I going to like wake up the day after and it's like, did I actually get on stage and talk about this kind of thing? You know, did I talk about my vulnerabilities that openly? Uh, but uh, I tried it, I started, that's why I started out very like slowly and with small groups, trying different materials to find on what level this is going to work for me. Uh, right. And so today um, I found like a good balance for myself and I think for the audience as well to 
um, so they can take it in, but it's like uh, on a level that's okay, but it's still very like personal. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah, I've wondered that before. You know, everybody has suffered some kind of loss in life, yes. you know, to some degree. And so when you're listening to somebody share their experience, it, it's obviously wonderful on many levels, but I always wonder, like, is this so hard for this person? Are they going to spend the rest of the day or the week or the month, mm. like, feeling rough that they had to go back to that place? Yeah, so, yeah I wanted to ask that, but but that, sound, that sounds good. Um, okay, well, do, is there anything you want to add to anyone that might listen to this before the show yeah. about what to expect from you? I mean, I think you've given us a pretty good idea, and I'm definitely excited to hear your talk. Yeah. Uh, no, basically just that I'm really excited to be a part of The Way Up North 2.0, you know, it's, uh, uh, I'm really excited to be there and to give this talk in English for the first time, and, uh, awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and just, you know, get that moment of sharing my stories, and it will be a mix of karate and, like, some sports psychology with vulnerabilities and then some self-compassion on top of that and karate kids awesome. so you know and a bit of, yeah, a bit of mystery yeah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> but you know prepare for like 60 minutes on a roller coaster of emotions perfect <laughs> awesome okay well thank you so much karen and i can't wait to meet you in stockholm yeah, it's gonna be great yeah in like not long now yeah. A matter of weeks. A matter of weeks. We'll be there. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much.